Hey, Mugwarts. Welcome to Wormwood and Witches, a podcast all about the strange and unusual. (laughs) Tally and Erica invite witches and weirdos from all backgrounds to the conversation of the mystic and divine. Come fly with us on this journey as we explore ritual, magic, and the peculiar. Hosted by Anchor, you can find us on all of your favorite streaming platforms. You can also find us on Facebook at Wormwood and Witches Podcast or Instagram at Wormwood and Witches. Hey, Ellie. <laughs> Every time. I was going to try and beat you to it. I think that's your goal these days. Just to see if I can fuck things up. Uh-huh. Oh, well. Hopefully you guys don't, yeah, you're going <laughs> to, I like how literally once we decide to start recording, this kid is just, <laughs> everything gets changed. Um, hey. So sorry if you hear uh honking in the background, because that is my new puppy who has, knows no boundaries. Nope. Hey y'all, we're Wormwood and Witches. Erica <laughs> has a new puppy. I do. And I have an old puppy that snores so loudly that it sounds like an old man you have to keep that like on your instagram I was, that was, I was dying I laughing yes. <laughs> it's it was i couldn't i thought i was gonna wake him up by laughing so hard last night the snoring was out of out of hand pants i know he's laying down they're both laying down the dog and the cat they're good, oh, they're, good. they're being good boys Good boys, all good boys. Uh, so today we're gonna be whoa, oh, witchy woos. Yeah, I'm just speeding by. That's Speed- the first. That's uh, because I'm still like post vacation and then dealing with a puppy for two weeks. So, oh, yeah, you got, yeah, you're a new mom, you gotta be new, tired, new mommy. So that's why you're drinking beer or drinking tea and not beer. Yeah. Uh, I did have a beer earlier. Well, as we had talked about the fact that it's getting dark at four 30, if I drink like too much, like at lunch or something, like if I have two beers during the day, like it just makes even like, Oh yeah. You're out harder at night yeah. and staying awake. <laughs> Cause yeah. I'm already ready for bed by it. 6 30 p.m because it feels like it's been dark for nine hours because it kind of has yes this is i feel like i'm like man i can't wait till like yule because then at least like it's going back up baby yeah like what three three four more weeks at this point and then we're gonna be on the upswing of gaining daylight thank god yeah we're just we're hitting our darkest moments and it's it's i'm feeling we're both feeling we're all feeling it yeah it's rough i'm so sorry if you can hear extra stuff i don't care you know it just makes us human this is free podcast sorry if you hear squeaky noises and it bothers you if it does then this is probably not your show (laughs) it was really funny because i've been listening to a really cool podcast called conduits diaries Mm-hmm. And she's like a girl who can like see and hear ghosts and other stuff. And like um, she works at an animal rescue and she fosters like a lot too. And 
I've been like listening to her podcast and it's just funny because occasionally I'll hear like dogs playing in the background or like a woof. And I'm like, Mm. I always, it's always in my car. So I have like a moment of like, did I just hear dog bark? And it takes me a second to realize I'm like, oh, it's on the podcast. (laughs) Nice. What's your wishy woo? That I got new puppy and he's pretty, he's such a good boy. His name is Pippin after Peregrine took a fool of a took. Of course. So Lord of the Rings all the way. Of He's course. very cute. He's a very good boy. He is cute. I can't wait to meet him. Me and too. have Oscar meet him too. What's your witchy woo? I don't have one. What? I should have one. Actually, I do. So it was really fun to go. So on a positive, it was really fun to do the Blossom of Lights last weekend. Oh, yeah. How was, um, I were there 3D glasses? Highly recommend the 3D glasses. They are in the gift shop as soon as you um, walk in and go Good to the know. right inside. They are, there's a whole different, like you can get, I got, uh, I said, I, I, um, so you can get like Christmas trees, a snowman, um, the gingerbread man and snowflake and maybe another one. Uh, and I go, I want this snowflake. Cause I'm a liberal. <laughs> the guy was like, he started laughing. He goes, Oh my God, I love you. <laughs> like you do you, man. You do you. And, um, and, uh, Tom picked the gingerbread man and he goes, Oh yeah. The, the guy selling him was like, yeah, those are the most popular. And so people thought I'm, I'm sure of it. So Tom is like sober. He's not drinking or anything. I had a few glasses of wine at dinner, but like nothing crazy. We weren't on any psychedelics, but it certainly seemed like we were wearing them (laughs) because, uh, the, the gingerbread, get the gingerbread man, get them. And you, you know, are they different between the different? Yeah. So the snowflake, you'll see snowflakes, gingerbread, you'll see them. You'll see tree Christmas trees, get the gingerbread man. Dude, that is awesome. We were falling laughing. We were laughing so hard. Like we were obnoxious. obnoxious. Oh my God. We, we truly, (laughs) but we were having so much fun. People were like, oh my gosh, where did you get it? Cause they don't advertise that they sell them. Yeah. And I didn't even see it. Tom happened to see people wearing them. And so he went to go look. I was like, man, whatever. Who who cares? He's like, no, no, no. I think this is part of it. And I'm so glad he was adamant. And how much extra did they cost? I think they were like four bucks or something. Okay. Yeah, they weren't. No, I mean, they're 3D glasses. uh, But um, (laughs) the, the gingerbread men are the best because you... Like they look like little gingerbread men. And so like when you move your head kind of side to side, they dance. Oh my God. There's all these different sizes, but what, what gets, so when you're looking at the Christmas lights, you'll, that's what you'll see through your 3d glasses. So you can take them off obviously, and just look at regular lights. Um, But it was just really cool to just see all these, you know, snowflakes or gingerbread. And um, (laughs) at one point, a helicopter went by and so he looked up and you could just see you know like the flashing on and off lights on the helicopter was this gigantic gingerbread man flashing in the sky and we 
lost it. We absolutely lost it. Everyone is looking at us and we're like, you got to put these on. And so people are passing around. Like, I'm not crazy. (laughs) We're like, we're not on any drugs. We promise we don't need to be. This is insanity in and of itself. Like it was, it was wild. It was so much fun. We had so much fun doing that. Um, that sounds like fun. I'm, we're going at the 26th of December. So I'll make sure to grab the gingerbread. You've got to do it. It was freaking hilarious. I, um, so Tom's birthday is on Tuesday. We're recording on Sunday and this episode will come out on Wednesday. So it'll be technically yesterday that it's his birthday. So this weekend, I completely spaced about 10 minutes before hopping on that I had bought him very two expensive tickets for us this afternoon to go to the David Byrne experience of the mind. Yeah. Oh, absolutely forgot nothing. I had it. I swear. I thought I had it on my phone, like reminder. And I I know we have it like on a calendar that we wrote right on, but yeah didn't totally so like $200 down the crapper and that was supposed to be one of his birthday presents and we both he knew something was going on this afternoon like weeks ago Mm -hmm. and it just I it's so weird like I'd never saw an email come through so I think it went into like my junk email for reminder nothing I got nothing so I'm gonna see if I can call them I don't know yeah, fingers crossed, dude. That sucks. I mean, oh, one, it sucks just because this was like part his of his birthday, birthday yeah. weekend, but also like two hundred dollars. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Is it and the one where you're just want... like going up and down the hallway being like fuck, 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 yeah. fuck? I was like 10 minutes before we came on and it was just, dude. there was not even a sense of we're supposed to be doing something right now. Like neither one of us had that, you know, we're forgetting something since yeah. nothing like that. Well, so today we're talking about specifically, so last podcast, we kind of talked about hexes and curses briefly. And this time we're going to talk about, we're actually going to dive into a few cool things yeah yeah because you were we were talking about not daisy chains as i thought that they were (laughs) (laughs) i don't know daisy chains. i guess kind of um but i don't so we're gonna do it uh we're gonna talk about pentagrams and tally's gonna talk about daisy I'm going to talk about a lot of things. So Daisy wheels are one Daisy of them. wheels. So if I can't remember the name of them, I don't know. <laughs> let me, let me do it. Daisy chains is in my fucking head. That's <laughs> why I see this. So, so I'm going to talk about, um, really they're called ritual marks. Uh, some they've been called witch marks in the past, but they're really anti witch marks. Hmm. Um, they're, and if you want to even be fancier, they're called apotropaic marks. Oh my God. Yeah. So an atrotropaic atro, mark is having the power to avert evil influences or bad luck, which is mm. why it would really be an anti-witch mark. So um, you might hear me use 
all three interchangeably. I was trying to not use which mark um, mm-hmm. just because to me that it doesn't make sense and it is confusing. Um, I so will I, say that you're, I'm glad that you also pronounced apotropaic because I looked at that, like I have it in my notes and I'm like, I don't even know how the fuck to pronounce it. Oh, trust me. I Googled the pronunciation because I was like apotropaic, which I still did. I still fuck it up and I've said it a hundred times in the last four In casual conversation, we can always say it perfectly and then- Anytime we start recording, it's like (laughs) out the fucking window. A little bit. So I go between saying apotropaic and ritual marks. I might have witch marks in there somewhere. Um, Anyway, so there are several apotropaic marks. One being the daisy wheel, which reminds me of like the spirograph. Do you remember those mm-hmm. as kids? Oh, dude, those were so much fun. Yeah, yeah. And it does that. I feel like that dates us. Should do we? Should we describe those for people who may not know what the, what they are? Well, I kind of do go into detail on okay. what it looks like uh, in a little bit. So, um, but I I feel like people still use them. I feel like that's a you know, a fun a, kid thing to it's a utilize. Timeless classic game. Um, there's also other marks like the overlapping double V, which is particularly associated with the Virgin Mary, called Virgo Virginium, Virgin of Virgins. Mm-hmm. So uh, they are used to protect the sites where they're find, found, just like everything else. But if you're you know, super, super religious, and you're going to do a double V, which that's really common as well. And um, the Ausclees cross, which um, looks like an eight pointed star, and is a protection sign most commonly found in Eastern Europe, and is regarded as one of the most powerful symbols for driving away evil spirits. Hmm. It was believed that the stars brought light to banish the darkness. So it's also known as the morning star. Oh, that's yeah. cool. Um, so all these marks are as old as the four- 14th century or even older. And they become most prolific around the 16th to 19th century when, you know, witchcraft and the supernatural was super popular, but like in a really bad way. Yeah. And like spiritualism and a bunch of other stuff, but yeah, like but I, like in a bad way, we're gonna burn the witches. Yeah, uh, yes, yeah, <laughs> in a bad way, like in a bad way, kill, it was we're gonna kill you. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> so I'm gonna talk a little bit more about the Daisy Wheel, but um, the double V's come back pretty strongly in this as well. Um, even though what I read is that the Daisy Wheel is the most common type of apotropaic mark. I like saying Hmm. the word because I feel smart. Uh, So uh, what it looks like is a six petal flower or a hexafoil and it's drawn with a compass like a spirograph. So Mm -hmm. um, it also kind of reminds me of the flower of life like in um, Hindu yoga. Oh yeah. Yeah. So if, if there's any yogis, you would know kind of what that's kind of what it reminds me of as well. Um, so these daisy wheels vary in size and complexity. They could be just a single 
um, circle with the six petal flower, or there could be multiple interlinked ones. And what this is doing is confusing and entrapping the evil spirits or demons um, because they can't help but trace the lines. And since they're never ending, that's uh, that's super they get cool. Stuck. They get stuck in there. Yeah. So they're, these are all meant to entrap evil spirits. Um, so not like looking back in childhood and things like that, it's like, Ooh, what other, you know, I, to me, I think it's also a lot of like, um, when you have sand on your windowsill. And so if there's like anything witches or anything evil, that's trying to come through your window, they have to stop and count each grain of sand. So it's kind of, I've never even heard that either. Oh, there's at my dad's house, there's two sand bottles at our window seal. And I wanted their, I thought they were both mine. He's like, what are you doing? You can't take (laughs) Is your dad like, this is to like, totally, does he believe in it? Like, I don't know. He wouldn't let me take it. So I don't know. Hell yeah. I love it. I was also curious, like with these daisy wheels and even like kind of like the pentagram that sometimes is encircled like if that also I couldn't find anything on it but like it just made me think of also like the salt circle that a lot of people use for protection and yeah so and I think that has you're talking about the Mm never-ending like there is no end to the line right so no end to the line yeah yeah. So I, I agree. I, I believe that's also, that's where like the salt circle comes in because it's all protection. Um, so a lot of these, like I was saying, um, with windows, these are ascribed onto stone wood, usually near an entryway, like a doorway or a window fireplaces are really popular furniture, uh, barns and even some caves and churches have it all to protect inhabitants mm. and visitors, um, which got me thinking with fireplaces, like how creepy is it to think a strange person like Santa comes down <laughs> your chimney and you're cool with it. Also realizing, I don't remember where, Oh, it was okay. A podcast. Cause I went on a deep dive on these daisy wheels. Um, I listened to a podcast, uh, by, I want to say it was either English heritage or, um, let me scroll through all my notes. It was either the historic England or national trust or the English heritage folks have a podcast. And so I was listening to, what they had to say about all of these. And, um, I'm going to have to listen to this episode. It was, these it was episodes. Really yeah, it was good. Um, it was like 40 minutes long. She, her accent, her British accent was very like, it was cracking me up, but, uh, she, she started talking about, you know, Santa coming down the chimney and then she goes, and you know what Santa is backwards or not backwards, but like, if you jumble the letters, Satan, what I know what? I stopped I had to pause it and I, I wrote, feel like I have to write this down I did I wrote it down I paused and I wrote it down and then I like took off the letter when I started spelling Satan I you know marked off the letters in Santa what the fuck I know now I'm like oh that motherfucker is not 
climbing out of any that is hilarious of even <laughs> then like it's like you know saint nicholas right yeah and so um what <laughs> i feel like my mind's blown a little i know i know mine was too i was like how have i never known that before but i mean we can all pause and write it down if we <laughs> I feel so betrayed so betrayed (laughs) I know I'm like pause write it down and then come back because it that blew my mind um yeah and I'll have to put that podcast down in the in the show notes uh anyway so it lies just lies and our parents are here to protect us and I know well it's all it's all it and you know even like an offering to him is very to me so what you're saying is Satan likes cookies. Well, like if you don't leave it out, you get coal, <laughs> you know? So like you're appeasing this Satan, Santa, demon. <laughs> oh my. Positive. I don't know. It's like weird. It's really weird. Anyway, so um, I, I know, I know we have to collect ourselves. <laughs> uh, so most of these symbols are found most of my um findings are are out of england and are pre-christian mm-hmm. but that are reused by the the church um and they progressively get lost after they reform the church and like start turning everything into you know everything that they even they the church used for protection um like, so like, like we no longer do that because we decided yeah. to change our mind and it's now bad so like, like the pentangle that you'll be talking pentangle. about later. i love it um so again the daisy wheels can be complete or incomplete but they're still this circular like this never-ending line even the incomplete ones um mm-hmm. they can be a single one or multiple interlinked clusters uh, some researchers researchers have found a pair that look like glasses. So hmm. they look like, yeah, like. Like I've Luna watched. Lovegood's glasses or something. Yeah. Well, I mean, there's still the daisy wheels, but then there's, you know, like the bridge in between the two daisy wheels, like glasses have. Huh. Um, so, and they don't really know. There's, a, there's also some that have. Uh, they say when these these glasses date to um generally is it like the olden ways of being like i don't see your bullshit so no i mean these i think it's like we they don't really know about the glass like why the glasses are on the door because most of them are like the normal um daisy wheel and then they have this Mm -hmm. one so i mean it could have been something as innocent as a little kid got glasses these are hundreds hundreds of years like 700 years old oh that's cool no these are like really really old um which i'll i'll get to where i found that information in a minute but um so some have uh, a small hole drilled in the middle and some look like uh, an eclipse mm. instead of like the six um, like petals. petals. Yeah. So some look like like a moon eclipse. Um, and then there could be some that have 
one complete petal drawn upwards and the rest is incomplete inside the circle. And it, there's no known reason why they're incomplete because they're on doors with complete, like one door that I'm thinking of has, I don't know, like 20 of them on there. Hmm. And so some are single, some are, you know, interlinked. Some have like the glasses, some have these eclipse. Um, so there's it, but nobody really knows why, but it looks intentional and it doesn't seem to be careless. So I'm wondering if like each individual one then has to like, is like a marker in time of like, okay, something bad's happening. We need to like entrap this. So they're like an episodic thing within the family or something, you know, whoever's living in that house. Right. And so I think it's quite possible. The interesting thing about this particular door is that, um, it was, for calves it was like a calf shed hmm so i mean it is interesting that and i will get slightly into it in a little bit but like there is like a pentagram in this um like farm like mm -hmm. etched in the wood in mm -hmm. in finland and mm. stuff like that so I don't know. It's like, I guess it makes sense. Like if like, that's like, if cattle or whatever is your sheep, whatever is your thing, you know, like maybe like preventing disease or whatever. Oh, 100% because we're talking about, you know, anywhere from the 14th century. Where your bitch neighbor Karen is like <laughs> putting curses on your flock of sheep and you're just like, fuck you, Karen. Right. Or you're, you're blaming Karen. Yeah, you know, and when they just don't know, oh, there's, you know, this disease going around that's killing livestock, but you're gonna blame the old hag that lives down the street instead because that's all you know. And um, so anyway, where this door comes from, you can Google it. It is the Ashmolean Museum. They did an exhibit in 2019 called Spellbound. Ooh. It was all about showcasing medieval paganism and witchcraft. So you can see this door is on display. Most doors are still just out in England, you know, because they're old country. Um, so they had one door as an example. And you can see all the different types of daisy wheels that are on that door. Hmm. Um so I think I like the door because it it's kind of in your face. Like it seems very, um, I'm looking up pictures right now. <laughs> I don't know if you, if you can see that one, but, um, it just seems like really, yeah, like in, it's in your face. And I really love that. And I love that it was like, we need to protect our livestock because, this is our livelihood, you know, Yeah. If, if they die, we either don't get money or trade or whatever, or don't eat. So, yeah. um, so I thought that was really, really cool. <laughs> um, there's, let's see. I, um, I wonder if this is where you were talking about, like, also like to a certain extent, the idea of like Bible doors, like the panel doors that we see, yeah. Like extend from this like 
concept. I believe they do. I think they do. So I think they do. Um, I'm going to talk a, a little bit about a few notable places that have these ritual marks in them. One is called the Witch's Chimney within Wookie Hole. It's a, uh, the Witch's Chimney itself is a limestone stalagmite um, where local legend says that a witch turned to stone in there. And Ooh. in 2007, it had the largest concentration of ritual protection marks discovered in any cave. There were about- and This is in the UK? Yeah. So most of my stuff is in the UK. That's um, cool. I know. They found over 50 marks etched in and they were at least 400 years old. And uh, hmm. it was believed that, you know, the people of the time would ward off the evil witch of Wookiee Hole. Uh, a lot of the marks in here are the double V. Oh. So, were they sacrificed versions? <laughs> yeah, maybe so. Um, but I mean, to think like you're going into this deep, dark, dank cave to etch mm -hmm. in, like you really feel this way. And, you know, kind of like with Sigil, Sigils, Sigils, <laughs> I guess you could say it either way. Um, I do have whiskey, ginger drink, and maybe I'm getting a little loose. Um, you know, it's also, it's that intention and that power behind when you etch a sigil into a candle. There's yeah, same, it's the same thing. Um, even like putting up a horseshoe above your door or, you know, like it's all that same symbolism. And especially when you put intention into it, it's like makes it that much more powerful, but um, I can't even imagine like you're going to go etch into this limestone because you believe so strongly that you need to protect yourself from. Yeah. Evil. That um, like, and getting into a dank, dark cave, right. like we said, is freaky as fuck. It's so. freaky anyway. Like yeah, now <laughs> with flashlights, yeah, let alone, you know fire on mullen or whatever they used mullen so, torches yeah yeah um so most of those are 400 years old and there were about 50 marks uh and most of them were the uh double v i wonder how they ended up uh dating them out of curiosity just thinking of petroglyphs and other things like that out here in the southwest yeah but, i wonder because yeah. a lot of these came from archaeologists so mm -hmm. I imagine they did some sort of, some sort of dating. I, I don't yeah. know. There's, I know that they've done some wood dating that I get into mm -hmm. later that they were able to test on some other areas. Mm -hmm. um, but I'm assuming maybe, I don't, I don't know. I wonder about that too. Maybe just I don't know. I don't know. I didn't get into that. It makes me want to make like a little like sigil or yeah, daisy wheel like carved somewhere on like wood in, in, in my house because I, I think know. that's really cool. I know. I was wondering the same thing. Um, well, I'll get into that later maybe. Um, anyway, so in 2019, another cave called Cresswell Crag had actually the largest number and there were hmm. hundreds hundreds so in 2007 they discovered that 
uh, Wookie hole with 50 marks. And in 2017, the Cresswell Crags had hundreds of these concentration of ritual marks. Um, and again, a lot of double V's and also boxes. So, which are also meant to entrap evil spirits. Hmm. I couldn't find a solid number, but just read that there were hundreds of these marks all over the place. So I don't know um, an actual number. Interesting though. Yeah. Like, also mm-hmm. curious about the like ratio to like different types of sigils and stuff. Like what was more popular, the double V or... It seems like the double V, even though they say the daisy wheel, I almost said chain, <laughs> the, the daisy wheel is the most popular, but I'm, I think maybe because the V's found in caves would be easier to etch in. Yeah. So that's why you're going to find a lot of those in there. That um, makes sense. Yeah. Because it's more intricate with the, the daisy wheel. So you're going to see a lot of like at hatch marks in the caves versus the daisy wheel. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. I like it though. Yeah. Yeah. It's really cool. Um, so there's this place called the Bradford on Avon Tilth barn that dates back to the 14th century. Hmm. What does a Tilth barn mean you ask? Cause I didn't know. I don't know. A so, Tilth? T-I-L-F? Tith. T-I-T-H-E. And so a tith is one tenth of a farm's produce, which was given to the church. Wow. So they <sighs> were usually associated with the village. I know. So taking people's money since the beginning of time. Um, so you give your one taxation without representation. <laughs> pretty much. Uh, so you independent farmers um, took their tiths at the local churches and the Bradford on Avon is one of the largest medieval barns in England and is architecturally one of the finest. It served Barton Grange, which has an even older barn associated with it that dates back to the 11th century. And um, it it belonged to the Shaftesbury Abbey in Dorset, which was um the richest nunnery at the time Mm. so it it was i mean it's so from the 11th century up until it it changed hands obviously hundreds of times um and was part of a working farm up until 1914 and Mm. so now they've just kept it up um, I don't think it's a working farm anymore. It didn't sound like it, but sounds like it's more like a historical place yeah. to potentially yeah. visit or something. Yeah, totally. Uh, but it, plus add in a few couple world wars, you know, no, just a few t- things tends to like <laughs> side skirt a lot of things. World war one coming and going and then world war two, but yeah. So it's just another example of how livestock was really important. So they found a bunch of ritual marks there hmm. they even found some daisy wheels where william shakespeare was born huh yeah interesting i know so then this is going down a little deeper dive into a history lesson because i could can't stop won't stop um 
just keep going. We're all I, we're all on the the tally because train. Because I was like, oh my god, you motherfucker! It's like Tom. It's all connected. <laughs> and he's like, what are you talking about? So uh, there are. Are you wearing your your gingerbread three D glasses? I know. He doing all this research. I don't know where they are. I have my my snowflake ones, so I can put them oh my on. Gosh, these snowflakes. And then you're like, hey, it all makes sense. It all makes sense, man. The daisy wheels. Just put on the snowflake glasses and you'll see. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> so ritual marks at the King's Tower at the Knoll Mansion in Kent and the gunpowder plot. Oh, strap my yourselves God. in. Strap yourselves in. Um, I posted a YouTube link about this discussion. I He's an archaeologist, I believe. I think so. Um, so I was like, just, yeah, I'm telling you deep dive. Uh, so you, that'll be in the show notes. Uh, so ritual marks were discovered in 2014 by archaeologists from the Museum of London Archaeology. And they were able to determine that the, the, the marks date back to the early, early 1600s using tree ring dating. Um, the marks included a checkerboard mesh designs and those V shapes, but there are multiple. So there's like interlocking V shapes in this case. Um, they were found under the floorboards on beams and joists and, uh, in the, on the fireplace in the upper King's room. I'm not going to lie. If I found this shit under the floorboards, I I would would be like the fuck out. Yeah, I would be like, um, I'm about to get sacrificed. I'm pretty sure that there's blood somewhere. Except that it's not because it's all positive. It's all for protection. But of course, like when, you know, like I was saying, if you stumble upon a door that had 50 daisy wheels on it, it it comes off as like, whoa, holy shit. Yeah. Instead, but if, you know, this was 400 years ago, we would be comforted by it. Yeah. Yeah. You know, so it's just like, whoa, what's happening here? So, um, so all of these markings were found in the upper King's room. Experts believe that craftsmen renovating the knoll, it was in an anticipation, uh, of a visit to, uh, uh, James the first in 1606 mm. and that they carved these marks and, in order to protect the king from evil, because this was just months uh, prior or after the gunpowder plot. Quick history lesson. What's a gunpowder plot? Because I didn't know it, but we will know it in five seconds because it's like, oh, I didn't know that that's what it was called. Explosion of parliament? I don't know. No. So mass hysteria swept the country following the assassination attempt on the Protestant King James I by Catholic prodders, including Guy Fox. Yeah. Okay. Yes. So now that name's familiar. Accusations of demonic forces and witches at work were rife at the time following decades of religious upheaval. James I was noted for his personal interest in witchcraft and demons. He passed a witchcraft law in 1604, making it an offense punishable by death and even wrote a book called Daemonology in support support of witch hunting, hunting, not hunting. There's a T in hunting. So uh, 
so these ritual marks are, you know, again, further illustrating like the strong beliefs of the protection around them. So Guy Fox sounds familiar because he is the face of V for Vendetta and the mask. And uh, it's observed still to this day, Guy Fox Day mm-hmm. in Britain on November 5th. 5th of November. Yeah. Celebrating the failed attempt to assassinate King James the first. And it involves bonfires and fireworks. So mm. on that day in 1605, Guy Fox, a member of the gunpowder plot, was arrested while guarding explosives placed beneath the House of Lords in an attempt to assassinate the king. It was initially called Gunpowder Treason Day with heavy anti-Catholic sentiment and towards the end of the 18th century reports appear of children begging for money with effigies of Guy Fox, and uh, slowly the 5th of November gradually became known as Guy Fox Day and is now more of a common celebration, which I find interesting because they're celebrating a person's arrest, but you don't even remember, like it's not called King James Day. Yeah. You know, it's kind of funny that they're actually celebrating the the, the anti here. Yeah, yeah, like the yeah, person who's like, like trying to commit the murder. But I guess, yeah, it just depends on obviously the ruler that King James probably was. And well, and, and I mean, it sounds like I started to go into a deep dive on king james the first and it's like okay i need to stop um but it sounds like he was the first and was it the fifth king so it would have been the fifth king of scotland but the first in england being i don't know i was really confused so he has two names people were probably like i can't believe you don't know this um but it was really confusing when I was just even Googling that as a deep dive. But mm-hmm. anyway, so that is why he was supposed to go to this person's house. He ended up never making it. Somebody dies. He never goes there. And then in 2014, when they're doing renovations on this mansion, they find these symbols all over his area like where he was intended to stay yeah that's very that's crazy that it like and wild that it worked out that way and like Mm -hmm. i'm curious too with like obviously the the british believing in in this and multitude of other folks i'm sure like if they ever it's already like intentionally then with architecture like built in like if you see like motifs that are like what you were talking about the v's interlinking and stuff Mm -hmm. like that like all the way down like if there's like that's where maybe some like architectural motifs come from of just like you know it's like subliminal messages almost like you know i wouldn't doubt it like i could totally see like that's i mean even like you said like modern day doors with the panels yeah or bible doors like so it's just why why wouldn't they already be incorporated into like general architecture when you're like building a place not just like oh i know he's gonna stay in this room so i'll like carve a sigil Mm -hmm. in the in the wood and stuff like that so 
Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Now I want to look around at other things. Deeper, even a deeper dive into <laughs> Tom's just like, no, that's just, that's just the way beams are made to right. hold up houses. And we're like, look at the V's. Are you sure? Do you have your gingerbread glasses right. on top? Do <laughs> you see on. the dancing gingerbread man? <laughs> um, And then just quickly. So <laughs> there's like, every other church is named St. Mary's in England. So several, several churches, and I was kind of getting confused as to which one was which. So they're all called St. Mary's, like St. Mary's of blah, blah, blah. Um, but at one of the St. Mary's churches, archaeologists found a ritual mark that uh, resembled a sundial um, but it could not have been a sundial gazuntite. Oh, did you, I don't know if you heard that. Oscar just did a big old sneeze. I he did not like, hear Whoa. him. <laughs> um, Whoa. Yeah, it was cute. Uh, anyway, so they found this sundial looking, uh, mark and they aren't calling it an actual sundial because it was located like on the floor area. So mm -hmm. it like, um, like on a foundation, hmm. so it wouldn't make sense where, you know, like the location yeah. doesn't make sense for it to be a sundial. Um, and this was about 700 years old. And they also had a hole in the center again. So seeing that, um, entrapment in that hole, if they even make it that far, cause they're just constantly like going up and down the, the line the lines. Um, so then there's the St. Mary's of Troston built around the 1300s. And it has hundreds of ritual marks, including the Daisy wheel and other, other marks. And it goes all the way from the 14th century to the 16th century. Again, just seeing an, as an example in churches, because um, they weren't just places of worship back then. Uh, they were like places of harnessing more power for mm -hmm. protecting yourself. Yeah. Um, so one show that I really, really love is called Mystic Britain. And they do a really, really great job detailing this church and, um, and I'm that's go like, try and watch the, an episode of this. After it's the this first pod. one. It's season one, episode one, and it's really great. And it'll get you hooked. Uh, so they talk about this place in particular. Uh, they also talk about diamonds and pentagrams and pentangles that pentangles. you'll discuss later. Uh, but they also talk about, they find um, inverted names and a symbol etched into the cathedral and that is a curse. Like it's a medieval curse. Like I am harnessing the church's power and writing your name backwards. So wow. you can like do serious damage with this. And uh, yeah. And where they find it is interesting within the church. I won't say, cause I think people need to watch it. Super obsessed with it. I hope it comes back. It stopped in Rona times. I don't know if it's going to come back, but it's a great, um, great shoe. 
So oh, I'm like thinking of like where it might be in the, located in the church. Yeah, I assume somewhere near the altar or something. It's it is. It's like oh, that's interesting. Um. Anyway, so in 2016, the Historic England organization called on the public to share photos and information and knowledge of where these ritual marks are because there's just so many in. History. That'd be fun to like map this shit out. I know, right? So they had 600 responses. <gasps> yeah, yeah, I know. Now I'm like, okay, are, they, are you compiling that so we can just- Yeah, was there a map to- or anything or like there, nothing's come out of it yet? That's, that's all I could find of it because- Damn it. what Man, that'd be really cool to see like- I know. Geographically and also temporarily, like mm-hmm. what like- 600 people like all put in their information and like you could see like throughout regions like variation and also through time like probably variation and I had a quick question about the sundial looking Mm -hmm. sigil like so is that like the only one that they've like found or like it's not like a very common like daisy wheel or anything like that like it did not it sounds like a one-off it seems like a one-off and it really reminds me of something that uh (laughs) of a a rock art panel in nevada at the Mm. is it valley of fire yeah um there's a sundial looking piece of rock art that looks exactly like that to me which is huh. crazy because this would have been dated this would have been like Fremont which is like what 400 years old mm-hmm. oh wait that could be around that same time 700 to 400 years old that's why oh my god it is all connected. it's connecting <laughs> um yeah anyway yeah I would love to see a map of the 600 that they did find I mean just think of how many they didn't find and see if there's any pattern to it or if it's just random I don't know this is archaeology nerds that they're trying this where we're just like hey man I know but it's super GIS system I'm like can we'll hire us we'll do it for you Oh my God. Um, I know this was like what I really liked about this was that it there's a lot of archaeology and science behind this. Yeah. But also like a really cool topic. Um, so in closing, <laughs> uh, I know because I'm like, oh, it's been like an hour. Um, ancient Romans seem to have been the first to carve out daisy wheels, of course, into, um, buildings. And after they conquered Second Romans, I know, goddamn Romans, uh, after they conquered Britain, the symbols began to appear over there. And then the Puritans brought the idea over into the America shocker new land. Yeah. So apotropaic marks found in the United States, of course, are going to be found in new England in the same area, like barns, doors, gravestones even have them. Hmm. So there is a house built in Portsmouth, New Hampshire in 1664 and the Winslow house in Marshfield, Massachusetts built in 1699 that had daisy wheels etched above the main fireplace. Um, and then this makes me want a fucking fireplace now. I know I would totally etch a daisy wheel in my fireplace. Yeah. Yeah. I know. Totally. 
Uh, so then I found this uh, book that's called Magic Markings by Michael Emmons. And he says it was written in 2019. And he says, I have encountered, do encountered dozens of sites featuring these symbols. They're all found on walls, doors, fireplace, stairs, attic beams, and even floorboards. And they probably mm. exist in hundreds of early American houses, apparently created with compasses or carpet carpenters dividers the symbols typically consist of an inscribed outer circle enclosing six pointed petals that stretch from the circle center to its perimeter thus resembling a flower hmm so and who was the magic markings book by what was his name michael j emmons jr interesting i know sorry i keep saying interesting interesting so I'm curious if he also wrote anything, if it was just about um, Daisy Wheels or if he noticed anything about like pentagrams or anything else. So I don't think right. like the pentagrams know. really, from I would think I gathered, that wouldn't aren't, like, they're not very common here, right? Because no. like, obviously witch trials. Yeah, so. I, I wouldn't think that they would be here. Yeah. I think these even are I mean like 1600s like really I think by the time pentagrams were a thing it would have been like e for evil doing versus at least yeah. here in the U.S. yeah here, yeah yeah so. um so most Americans stopped carving daisy wheels into houses by the middle of the 19th century because science um and, and, you know, yeah, they stopped believing in witchcraft. <laughs> so, and it went from something to be feared to more of a folklore kind of thing. And, you know, bedtime stories to scare children and to not being naughty little kids. Uh, one thing that I couldn't find is. This reminds me of Hazel the Witch story <laughs> from my mom. Oh yeah, that was cute. Um, I couldn't find a point where the change between calling witches marks as a symbol for protection on structures became witches marks or devil's marks on skin. Mm -hmm. So I don't know if that happened. I could see how it would coincide with like over time with the church's influence and stuff like that of regaining right. control uh, and maybe and they weren't called they were probably yeah they could have been the, called witches marks like you know a thousand years ago and then when the church started saying no we can't <laughs> call things that they started calling them ritual marks or, or they didn't have a name for them we're calling them that that's yeah probably more likely but um i couldn't really find i wish i wish i could have found um you know some link between the two out, outside of they mean complete opposite <laughs> things so um but yeah that's that's it my oh what i was going to say earlier was um my aunt and uncle have a historic home from the 1600s in pennsylvania and they have markings on their house and i was rummaging through old photos trying to find um I know that they have uh, names carved in 
that hmm. like, people who built the house. They aren't backwards, first, are they? They are not backwards. They are not backwards. But I I can't remember what other I remember having a discussion that there were other markings. And I at the time, I mean, I haven't been there in um I think 2009 was the last time I visited their house. So um as an archaeologist, you need to go document oh, this. I do because I mean, their house is, it's, it's wild and they have an orchard, like an apple orchard and, um, it's like early 1600s house. And then there was an addition put on in the 1700s and you can tell like they still in the kitchen have a big, uh, cooking hearth inside there. I'm going to have to. I'm going to have to ask my neighbor who grew up on a dairy farm in upstate New York, like, Ooh. like, did you have any witches marks? <laughs> yeah. Like, I'm really curious if he has like any daisy chains, maybe that no. have to, or da- fucking daisy chains, daisy wheels, yeah. daisy wheels, like on like anywhere. I mean, his family's lived in that farm house for a really long time, like multiple generations, but be really mm-hmm. curious, like. Cause he has like all this awesome historical documentation on like yeah. who owned the house prior and like, just like, you know, my family land and all yeah. kinds of stuff. So oh, there's got- a, like trash piles full of historic bottles and everything just right outside their back door. That's crazy. Like, trash piles of historics. I was like going crazy being there and they're also so like um, Tally stopped digging in the trash. No, like, they're super these are historic bottles. They're they, they are history buffs. Um, they reenact the Gettysburg. Gettysburg. Oh my god, that's yeah, awesome. the Battle of Gettysburg, um, each year, and they dress in period clothing, and even like make their own shoes with historic type na- like make nails, like square oh nails, god. and put like they weren't they they loved that I was super into it because nobody else cares and set out all this historic period piece clothing that they actually made and sewed in. Oh my God. That's yeah. awesome. I know. And they, um, they said, are you they, related to these people? My mom's sister and her oh, nice. husband. And, um, so they've done the reenactments for years, like years and years and years and, um, have encountered ghosts when they reenact the battle yeah oh my god we yeah need to get them on the pod no doubt <laughs> I that's know. awesome well um that was it for me okay we're back um so i was gonna talk about uh Pentacles, pentangle. I keep wanting to try and say it the same way as you, and it's not working. Pentangles and pentagrams, and um, I found a few good articles that uh were were kind of interesting. I feel like my subject is not somehow as fun and exciting as yours. Um, I think because somebody is unmotivated, unmotivated and seasonally (laughs) depressed. You're welcome, everybody. Hi, can you just go to seasonal depression? I'm I'm very unmotivated to do anything. So except for play with a puppy, which I guess that's fair. That's, I mean, that's really all you should be doing. I'll send you a picture of what he was like when I was like, you got to go potty. He's like, I guess 
I guess. Anyways, I digress. Pentacles versus pentagrams. So, because I was like, oh, yeah, like, aren't they the same thing? Or like one is like, you know, the circle around the five-pointed star or, or not. And um, that pen, I feel like it's like, what is it? Oh, whiskey can be bourbon, but not all bourbon can be whiskey. Is that like the saying of <laughs> totally. whatever it is? Yeah. I, I fuck it up all the time. I do too. I like both, <laughs> so it doesn't matter. Yeah. So, um, but that uh, pentagrams can be and are often used as a pentacle, but not all pentacles contain pentagrams. Okay. Um <laughs> Like I need you gonna, to use it in a sentence. <laughs> we're we're, we're going to slow it down. So yeah, the do. pentacles are merely like a symbol of like, so the pentagram is like the five pointed star, mm-hmm. um, but pentacles are usually like the symbol with like other sigils or like the circle around it um, to like, as usually like, a symbol to be worn for protection is like what pentacles can be. They don't necessarily have to have the five pointed star, the pentagram in the, the pentacle. So, uh, so pentacles can just be like, like a variety of sigils as well. Like if, and it's more so the like, wait, Oh, so like, any sigil can be a pent mm-hmm. pentacle pentangle is a pentacle pentangle so okay. as far mm-hmm. as like or that's what at least i was finding that like okay. they they both know it's refer- fact you just said it <laughs> <laughs> they both refer to the facts of uh, symbols of like magic in nature but um that pentacles are Sorry, I just like misread my my own notes. So, um, but yeah, so like the it's just the mag like the magical nature of which you're trying to imbue on like, um, your your sigils and stuff like that, like oh. of carrying it around. So whether it's like kind of like the daisy wheel, not daisy <laughs> chain, like that it, it's like a sign of like, could be a sign of protection or, or whatever you're trying to usually, um, ward off evil. Okay. So, um, the pentacle. Yes. Okay. It's so really hard to, I know then they're both like, like they both the have like a, the same, like, root word too which is hard to like understand a little bit well i thought that was like the pent penta part is five point five yeah right? so, so that's why that's weird to me that it would could be anything unless it's any type of symbol or sigil with five points that's where i'm confused i guess yeah I mean, I feel you because, but like, I was just like, what is the difference? But, um, yeah, because I would think that it would still have to have a meaning of five. Yes. But it doesn't. No, not, not pentacles. So, um, weird. Okay. Let's Hmm. see. Interesting. Like, I'm not questioning you. I'm just, no, you're, 
so the, alone, like the, Satan and Santa. <laughs> Satan. We're having Santa. a Satan Santa moment. <laughs> so as far as like, uh, I got this from pagangrimoire.com uh, uh, that kind of explains a pentacle is an object that has been inscribed with magical symbols or sigils and is often a disc uh, like those that you've seen in tarot decks, which I'll get to tarot decks in a little bit. Um, and it can literally be any talisman. It can be as simply or simple as a piece of paper or cloth or like an actual like uh charm or something that you wear around um uh your neck so uh you often see a pentagram inside or on top in a circle and so like sometimes that's like kind of like where it's saying like not all pentagrams can all pentacles are pentagrams, but not all pentagrams are pentacles. Oh my so, God. I am so lost. So, like I yeah. need a chart. I need a visual. So I can show you what uh, also I share. Oh, I can't share my screen, but um, I can post some pictures of what other pentacles may look like that are okay. not pentagrams. And I can post that too our um our social media our insta which by the way that fucking instagram (laughs) you posted today people need to go look at it and like it and also leave us a review please a good one um (laughs) we will not take your shitty i mean we might take that too and if we do you might be cursed so Yeah. yeah Uh, your your name might be written backwards no I mean it was hilarious because one I forgot about it and two you just popping it like your energy that is so you that came (laughs) out in that um anyway that post today just go look at it it's really funny because that is so you (laughs) I do find us very funny and I will continue to laugh at our own jokes because I think we are funny god damn it I think we are too (laughs) um so i was curious as to sorry that you you're gonna hear oh i do hear you have to do that right now yes i do i'm a baby and i don't care i don't he's got his squirrel nobody cares your squirrel um i think it adds to it adds to the ambiance adds to the ambiance of pentagrams (laughs) and the history of pentagrams (laughs) absolutely uh so pentagrams are uh part have can be dated back to circa like 570 to 490 BCE with which I thought was nuts Pythag- Pythagoreanism Pythagorean that I have to think of like the Pythagorean theorem Pythag- uh-huh. Pythagoreanism I can't even say it <laughs> oh my god she's on heavy doses of tea Pythagoreanism. Uh, so that is the ancient Greek Greek philosophy, uh, which is described as a highly structured way of life and a doc- doctrine of metapsychosis. So transmigration of the soul after death into a new body, human or animal. So it's like, I guess, has been used as kind of this sigil or like 
close it reminds me also of like the freemasons right which apparently mm. has been brought up with the the pentagram as well uh although and i try is- to like dig deeper into it and like anything with the fucking freemasons you can't find anything oh, like yeah. for Closed. sure so there's gonna be like black suited men coming to your door saying man I-, I suggest you stop now <laughs> You need to take down this episode. I'd be like, I knew nothing anyways. So you're saying the Pythag... Wait, what did you say? (laughs) I didn't tell you. Good lord. Pythagoreanism. Okay. Sorry for everybody who's listening to me right now. No, I feel like I need to take notes and like write things down on a whiteboard or something. But so it was a symbol but used between all the people who like basically prescribed to that philosophy of um like that transmigration of the soul after death into a new body human or animal so the meta metapsychosis um so like you could easily like identify right it's kind of like how witches like it usually you see if somebody's walking around with a pentagram or a pentacle i should say of witchy nature you're like hey are you like a witch like are you a good you know, witch or a bad witch? Bad witch. She's bad bitch. Fuck the bitch. <laughs> Go watch her Instagram. Um, which it's interesting because as I was thinking, talking about like, you know, like seeing symbols and being able to like you're communicating something to somebody, right? Like, oh, like we're you and I have beliefs in the same things. Um that I read an article about pentagrams and stuff like that and like the the tricorta which is like a a celtic knot it's like the stereotypical like celtic knot with like the the circle running through it um which also has it's like a very witchy meaning but yeah like a lot of people there was this whole article about like witchier um uh <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Could you just chill? No. No. It's very distracting. No. Um uh, religious si- religious symbolism, you know, being tattooed on you. Uh mm-hmm. like people who continuously do that and then like don't think about like what meaning that transmits to, you know, like what what ideas you're giving other folks too right so right, right. i definitely got my celtic knot on me for the fact that like i do prescribe to like i guess at least paganism to a certain degree and uh-huh. it was my first tattoo so wait you uh, do is it well like paganism loosely no like, wait you have i only knew of your the oh. one, like the two on your arm it's yeah like, i, I, even I have two more on <laughs> Uh, yeah, the 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 Celtic knot is on my back, and that was my first one at eighteen. And which my mom told she actually went with me to the um. <laughs> yes, that is a cat. Good job. Uh, she actually went with me to the tattoo shop and told the tattoo artist to make it hurt so I wouldn't get any more. I mean, you can't make it hurt. Yeah, so, I mean, obviously she was Come like, mom. you know mom being mom which is funny because she wants one anyways even though she poo-poos a lot of tattoos but yeah uh 
it yeah. it was funny and not funny all at the same time but obviously it didn't work three other tattoos later <laughs> right um but so getting back to the history that the earliest english usage of the word pentacle actually comes to us in two books written in the 16th century uh one is the heptameron by petro di abano sorry That's if easy. i'm this and that as we you and i were talking before this we started recording the key of solomon so um oh, yeah. and that this is the the pentagram is associated with king solomon also known as the seal of solomon and refers to the alchemy and basically like necromancy i guess and the ability to speak to animals like yeah i was just like what the fuck is this like i'm down for necromancy and raising (laughs) why not let's go (laughs) so but you you were saying too that you have just like a little small tidbit about king solomon and the seal of solomon well what it was was from that show mystic britain Mm-hmm. that I keep plugging um when they go to I want to platform say, do you watch it on by the way Hulu okay yeah yeah good good call because you know nothing is in normal time anymore yeah. with TV so I'm like oh just put it on this and they're like that doesn't actually exist in real time I'm like oh I don't yeah. know anymore You're like thanks um, yeah <laughs> uh so yes I found it on Hulu uh, so it's still in that season one, episode one at, I believe it's one of the St. Mary churches called of Troston. Yeah. Yeah. St. Mary's church of Troston, where there is the Troston diamond, which is a faintly etched demon or devil head. And it's barely visible at this point because it's hundreds of years old. And probably hard to etch. Um, but it is accompanied by a more deeply etched pentangle, as they say. Mm. And it's positioned right over the head. And it is thought that that placing is completely deliberate. And this is where um, the pentacle is historically a Christian symbol associated with King Solomon, King Solomon, um, and that, that gave him power over demons. Mm -hmm. And then I don't want to say, and so they, they put it over, um, purposefully over the demon's head in, in order to, again, trap this evil spirit. So, because they can't help, but follow the lines. Yeah. Yeah. And And, I did read that just now that like, yeah, like the, yeah. So it's to make them dizzy and and entrap them and confuse them so that they are, they're too busy. It was in in essence to protect also King Solomon supposedly and stuff like that. So did did you hear anything? And maybe you will talk about it. Like the significance with, um, the, like the hand is also no pentangle i have to say it that way because there was so much british 
um, like learnings with all of this that everything like, oh, that's how you just normally say it. And everyone's like, no, that's not. But um, it's just a British way saying British things like fucking on a great British baking show. show. the microwave. Oh, I'm like, yeah. it's a microwave. <laughs> <laughs> just like, the, some tacos. Aluminium. Do you have any <laughs> aluminium? Jesus. Crevasses. Um, Sorry. But that that it's supposed to also symbolize like the hand mm. and all that. Yeah. I don't know. Anyway, watch watch uh mystic we just all need to go watch the episode, we, apparently. We just I need will to watch that- it and then have a talk about it. I will say that I found the seal of Solomon slightly interesting in the sense that they talk about like the pentagram, but it is also like the pentagram can also come in many different forms. It's not always, usually it's the star, right? Like the Mm -hmm. five pent five. And then there's like gram just meaning like lines, like connecting lines. And so, but like the, like, the what is it the hexagram so six-sided star usually they're all stars essentially but like the just think of um like the jewish star like that's the one that they refer to as like the seal of solomon and also call it a pentagram or a hexagram which is also an herb so what what is solomon's seal oh oh yeah what's the what is the herb like um solomon's seal but like what do you know what the they kind of look like um like uh hanging uh, like little flowers that Hmm. hang low and Hmm. they're good for um, like a lot of skin issues uh and like inflammation I think, but I, I think I think of it more with um, any like skin ailments. Oh, I wonder if Solomon had a lot of skin ailments that he needed. I don't know. That's what I always think of when I hear, I mean, not that I hear about that person a lot, but that's what I think of as I go to the herb. Oh, mm-hmm. the, the true green witch in you. <laughs> Maybe so. Um. But so, yeah, the the seal of Solomon. And then there's also reference to the pentagram in 15th and 16th century occultists, uh, Heinrich Cornelius Agrippa. Agrippa? Agrippa. 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 Um, So who popularized the idea that the pentagram was a magical symbol. um, And also it, it refers to neoplatonic which i was like what the fuck is that and it just is just essentially each point of the star refers to kind of what i feel like a lot of like pagans and like witches think of the pentagram today is that each point of apex of the star is the five elements so we got you know fire water air earth um that makes sense. And yeah. and so like, yeah, so so connecting all those together. Um, and that there was also what's his first name? Gardner is his last name. Um, but he also influenced the occult at this time and depict the pentacles in the suit of tarot. Like I so that's where I was 
saying that I'd get back to the tarot card. So the writer. So what year is this at this point? Uh, so this is so now we're in 1910 where the okay. writer weight deck has okay. come out. And okay. so we're talking about the, the pentagram um, or the suit of pentacles that has come out. Mm-hmm. Making sure that the dog is chewing on appropriate dog things. <laughs> I'm just like, hey. <laughs> um, and so he came up with that basically from the fact that there was the key of Solomon text, um, and read about pentacles and yeah. So, uh, so that's like in 1910 when like then popularized, like the, I feel like that was what Emma, if you go in the way back time or way back machine and listen to the tarot 101, um, Mm-hmm. episode where she talks about that that's like the first real tarot deck of, okay so um, and that's where they took the and that's where they got the symbol. idea of like yeah like okay. the suit of pentacles mm-hmm. is like the king of solomon text um hmm. and also that because i remember like also I couldn't remember if it was a pentagram or if it was more like the daisy wheel like motifs in my brain of like remember there's like the figure of like the man in the wheat like the circle and it's like all about like anatomy and like oh doctors and and whatnot like that like symbol I think it is like a pentagram actually but the human body pentagram uh that's that's freaking galileo yeah yeah so like and that has to deal with like um more that the points and that are associated with the certain planets so there's mars saturn venus jupiter and mercury so um i don't know the five planets that would have had uh alchemical associations so we're all connected see we're all connected that that i'm not gonna lie that didn't sound like your voice for a hot second no really it was very frightening (laughs) i was just like who was that that just came over (laughs) the sound um and so that the pentagram has a history of how do you say it again apotropaic yeah, as an apotropaic symbol um, to ward off evil influences, especially in European folk magic. Um, and the word that apotropaic literally comes from the Greek word apotropaios, Jesus. Oh my yeah, God. That's why I didn't go there. Literally like, like the tongue twister of a whole thing. Yeah. Meaning averting evil. Yeah. And so as we have talked about, like the, the pentagram, there's usually you'll see it like right side up, but we mm-hmm. have seen it inverted and people are like, what does that mean? And, and so the church of the church of Santa coming down your chimney, bitch. the church of Santa. Oh my God. <laughs> I'm just going to start calling it that from I now mean- on mind-blowing right i mean they wouldn't care because 
like the church of Satanism is all about just like self-service and yeah. atheism. Like it's not like, and a big they're just like, I just do what else. I want yeah. and don't give a shit. So it's sorry. Still, it's a little weird. It's a little weird. I'm sure they are like, any, no, not like, that. Super- I'm San- oh. Santa and Satan. <laughs> oh, <laughs> not the church. I just feel lied to this entire time. I'm going to be like, I feel like when I talk to my mom for Christmas, I'm going to be like, thanks for getting me to worship Satan. And she's oh my God. Like, what are you talking about? Freak out. She would freak out. She'd be like, I did not. You're I want to post me. it to like Facebook because I have so many, you know, who knows who's on my Facebook friends, you know, cause like, yeah. you know, it's just out of hand and I don't really go on Facebook except for to repost our shit or whatever yeah um if i just post a a thing that just says santa equals satan and like see see who like the freak shows are i want to see what happens to you i kind of want to see i'm gonna i'm gonna do that when we get off here do it (laughs) with no context with no context just santa equals satan and then some people will be like yeah, you're right. Or what's wrong with you? I don't know. I don't know. I feel like being spry. It's the whiskey. You you should do it. <laughs> this is the season of Satan. <laughs> exactly. Um, but the the Church of Satan has adopted the upside down pen- pentagram with like Baphomet's like face kind of in it. Like that's mm-hmm. their their sigil. Cause I had I was like had to look it up and I was like, huh the more you know so um and some people have described that like if you find like an inverted pentagram that like you're trying to connect more with like the darker underside of of that magic versus like right side up which you know more saintly like going to the heavens and stuff like it still has a heaven and hell like esque well somebody connection. puts that in but there. somebody put think yes yeah. i feel like somebody invoking something out of the dark doesn't mean it's bad yes it and so you can do bad in any part and so some people have talked about like you know just the the orientation of the pentagram and stuff like that mm. i feel like probably more it's like to each your own if you actually do that like if you're invoking all the elements and stuff like that, then you're more whatever magic you're trying to write our hexes, our spells. Yeah. Uh, whatever you're trying to like put out there, it doesn't matter whether it's like upside down or not. So, right. but if you're a practicing pagan and disagree, please let us know. I'm curious as to like, whether if it actually makes a difference for you in your spell work. And we would have you on because we like to learn things. We're all learning together. Unless you're crazy. And then we won't have you on. (laughs) I don't know. Maybe it'll drive our ratings. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe so. Even more. (laughs) Um, And then the last few things that I have are um, that the, a pentagram, so just a star, uh, can be found on the Nimela Tenant Farm, I think is how you say it. Um, in it's in an outdoor museum 
Swar sorry. Sorry if I'm butchering this because it's Finnish and I do not Ooh. speak Finnish very well. That's, um that's but it's it, a hard language at all. It, yeah, it's fine. <laughs> um I feel like most of our episodes are us like when we're learning about a new subject, you're just like, here is like Latin and (laughs) German and Finnish and all the things. Um, But there was a star that was actually like a pentagram that was carved into the wood into one of um, somewhere in the, the old farmhouse that I mean, it only dates to 1844, I guess the main house dates to 1844. I was trying to find a date for like the general hmm. farm, but, uh, cause I was like, well, how old is this? Like trying to find some dates on this was interesting. Somewhere around um, 1844. Yeah. So, um, and that also used as protection. Yes. Yeah. Well, uh, they they assume like mm-hmm. that it was used for protection. I would I could only assume the same thing with like daisy wheels and everything else. Like, yeah. It, especially kind of connecting like what you were saying, it being common in farms and like like right. the actual like paddocks of where they were like holding the sheep or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, that it, but would it was mean just that it wasn't like in that um, church where no. there was some you know no but there i do have a different church Ooh. example okay okay um so uh, the last thing on my actual google doc of notes is that also the pentagram is related to i guess the goddess core cora uh which is also persephone basically oh, who was okay. also abducted uh by Hades and is like a goddess of the underworld so and kind of that's how Penta Alpha mm. I guess is also another name for it but okay. there is a carving of a pentagram I guess at the Atterbury church um that can be found it's on on stone that I guess has been found at this church and that they're they're kind of curious like when it actually dates to um because it's actually specifically pointing downwards which is interesting like an inverted pentagram i mean so yeah i mean this is etched in so yeah it's precise it's meant to stay it's meant to stay there um but so look people are like well this is a christian church like how could a pentagram be there? And much like you had talked about with <laughs> curses, uh, the church dates at least back to the 13th century. Um, and they have an inkling though, that at least the carvings are probably a lot younger than that. And that it could have been by the stonemason that mm-hmm. was like, help, help like, you know, building part of the church or whatever, taking care of the church or whatever that's what it seems like a lot of these are in some of these cases yeah and also but also kind of what you alluded to earlier um is that these daisy chains and other symbols were not daisy god damn it (laughs) (laughs) i'm sorry the fucking chains can't break it can't break it yep the Can't daisy the wheels, the daisy wheels, um, that 
you know, they, they were symbols of protection mm-hmm. of, you know, before Christianity kind of ended up deciding at some point that they're like, mm, like, I think this actually means like you worship Satan. So, and right. that you're a witch and you're not good. You're not a good person anymore. So, um, you know, and that the, the five pointed star could not only mean just like the five element or like the different elements or, or whatever, but also the five senses. So, and Mm -hmm. like I said, pointing upwards towards heaven downwards, apparently towards hell to each their own. So, um, but yeah, so I guess there were some other symbols, um, in different I mean, seriously, English churches. Deep, it's a deep dive. Like we could do a whole thing on the double V we could do on the, what was it? Else, I can't remember the eight, eight cross, eight pointed cross. The, yeah. The you know, hexagram, I mean, like all kinds of stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Like so, a lot of these symbols. So basically like in a nutshell, these symbols go back a really long time and have like various meanings based on like what Alcles. time frame you're Sorry. looking at. Like, huh? Al- the Alcles cross. Oh. Alcles. Sorry. But it, it kind of, <laughs> like, what you were talking about, like, it is interesting with the Atterbury church. Like they were saying that there were like other depictions of kind of like demons and other stuff like carved elsewhere and they, stuff like you know it's just interesting to see what the the pentagram also coincides with yeah so, mm-hmm. um and not daisy chains but daisy wheels daisy wheels <laughs> i mean it's but, a um, connection but like connected yeah but it i feel like yes just basically the deep dive but in a nutshell is that these symbols go back a really long time and can be found in the most mysterious of places and have different meanings based on what time frame you're looking at them like contextually we still and we still use symbols like behind my shoulder is the ohm symbol as big as day you know like we still the the cross people wearing Mm-hmm. the cross around their necks or wherever and so i mean we still hold on to symbols because we believe in the power of whatever mm-hmm. that means it's so wild like just something that we don't even like we think of these as archaic but they really aren't it's just because it's out of um context for us now yeah versus other symbols like the ohm symbol over my shoulder or somebody wearing a cross is yeah and if you think the pentagram like boosts your your magical tattoo on her hand with the pentagram on it so yeah (laughs) like if you think that it boosts your magic and stuff like that like go for it It you know belief all like these symbols gain power by the belief that we put in them essentially so Um, but like yeah, that whole it, walking into a cave and etching dude, that's nuts. That's I, so wild to me. That's so wild, but yeah. Yeah. I mean, seriously, like we could, we could, I am going to go watch this show though. Do it, do it, so. do it, do it. 
she even has like a bloody bleeding heart that she puts nails through in the first yeah i remember you're describing that like last i'm so like i i follow this woman on instagram and i'm reading her book what is it secret britain something like that oh gosh what's her name mary ann oh oh something like that anyway oh ohata or oh yeah oh it's not O-C-H-O-T-A. Yeah, they Secret don't. Britain, unearthing our mysterious past. Yeah, so I'm reading that. Fun. For free at the local library. Support nice. your local libraries, y'all. <laughs> Just a quick PSA from Tally. So, mm-hmm. but yeah, so I thought that was like, I don't know. There was some interesting things that I learned about pentagrams. I guess so I never many. thought twice about like. No. Why is why wear like how? the symbol of witches and stuff yeah. like that and then also i gotta say out of like all the books that i own on witchcraft and herbalism and other things they don't talk about they it. don't talk about the history of it all no. even like not even a paragraph like no. so i'm like I what know. the fuck i know i know they have it all plastered all over the place all over their cover but no actual historic reference so that's what exactly your yeah. archaeology I was witches looking at the barrel doing. book, the herbal yes. barrel book. And I was yes. like, well, it's got it on the cover. So it should talk about it at least a little bit. Nope. 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 No. So yeah, you, that's what you got, got us for. All right. And uh, on that note, keep gazing at unknown gingerbread man, <laughs> dancing <laughs> gingerbread man. Perfect. sorry y'all it's like literally been dark for five and a half hours hours at this point it feels like it's midnight it does (laughs) bye bye